11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35, 35 tie. The kick is good, and Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. Hello and welcome to another Eretz Abroad podcast. I'm going to try and stop laughing here. Someone's chuckling away in the background there. Uh, you've got myself, Neil, uh, joined by Tomo, who's smiling away there. Tomo, how are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Was that you that was giggling there? Or was that James? Yeah, yeah. I was clearing my yeah, throat you? before. I did like a clear of the throat before the podcast started, but it was like, it was like <laughs> it dangerous. It was dangerously close to the start of the podcast. It was touch and go. So and we've got Tomo. And then I realised I haven't got Rashi Rice scale, but I think he's off the scale at the moment. So I'm just going to fuck that off for a bit because uh, he's just unbelievable. I will make a Rashi Rice point shortly. And we've got James with us. James, how are you doing, man? Star of stage and screen. Evening, how's it going? I was on the inline mute, so it was, definitely wasn't me. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> Tomo all the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we're doing this on Skype. We're doing this on Skype and yeah. Tomo is Tomo wide receiver one on yeah. my screen here. Tight end two. Titan two, yeah, it could be that as well. <laughs> um, so Chiefs lost to the packet. Oh, we didn't have a podcast last week because my computer broke down, but we're back this week. Uh, yeah, sad days last week. Um, so Chiefs. At least you can afford lost... to buy one though. <laughs> I only replaced a memory chip in it. I didn't buy one. <laughs> one. <laughs> I forgot where I was going. Now Chiefs lost twenty-seven nineteen to the Packers for some reason. Um, I, I can barely remember this game because. Uh, it was Sunday night game and they are my least favourite games because I have a long day in work on Monday and I functioned on about two hours sleep. Um, Tomo. Go, no, no, not me today. Go James no, first. Oh, go James first. James, do you feel any worse about the season after this loss? Honestly, no. I mean... Good, me, me either. It wasn't, it wasn't the best of games it wasn't the best results i i thought we were a 12-5 team start of the season so I, i'm not too panicky i think the packers had a perfect game i i wasn't convinced on jordan love beforehand but you know he's, he's shown a bit he was um, dealing he was good yeah their wide receivers some great catches that's you know that's what you want they did what they need to do um and put in position um i still think we should have won it we had chances to win it um but I think the current Chiefs offense needs to play almost a perfect game to win. Um, and we can't afford with what we have as a wide receiver core any 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 mishaps and we got burned for that reason. And penalties Personally. on the offense. Yeah, um, penalties, but um, yeah. That that just now be there. I, I, I would echo pretty much all of that really. Um but I I, I thought the because I was doing the Twitter during the game. The Packers, I thought, were really good. Um, yeah. They, to me, they played how you need to play against the Chiefs. They were calculated aggression. They reduced the number of possessions. They won the turnover battle. Um, they forced a turnover, which sounds like it was Pat's fault, I think. From the videos, yeah, I, I, from the videos I, I watched so. today... Like Pat threw it to the wrong shoulder. Um, yeah, but it was a poor throw. But also, I don't think our defense actually, as much as been it's been great all season. I don't think it had its best game against the Packers. So it was it was a sort of losing Trenkle and Cook would do that to you. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, the linebacker core was definitely missing. Yeah. So Tom, have you wound yourself up yet? Are you ready no, to go? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm okay. <laughs> I just. I, what concerns me is, is is the same thing that showed up throughout the whole year. They run a very the Chiefs run a weird offense. Like just all of the all of the kind of research you do on the Chiefs offense is that it's 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 very option based. It's all option routes and it's leverage based. And I think this is where you you get to this point and you realize that you have to have a certain type of of receiver you can have explosive wide receivers you can have right runners you can have skill sets but I I was never really that bothered by Juju Smith-Schuster right until 
He's not there because he's not he's not the best right runner in the world. He's not the fastest dude. He's got good hands, but what he's clever and he picked up the offense. But what the Chiefs offense when with this option based thing it allows you to be is so clever and so reactionary. But they're not clever enough. The guys we've got Valdez Scantling is a one trick pony, and then. Sky more, sky more. He just hasn't picked. He hasn't taken the jump they said he was going to take. And then you've got problems everywhere because you've got a rookie. You've got Canaries Tony coming on the field. Like, so they're not capable of running the offense we're running. And then you compare that to the Packers, who have only round one. Uh, sorry, only year one or year two wide receivers running their routes really crisply, catching the ball. But it's because it's all in the scheme. But they've got no versatility if it works or it doesn't work their plays and they worked against the Chiefs they'd obviously done their their film stuff and it worked and and they had the Chiefs number like it's been said all week um I thought the defense actually did a really good job actually of adjusting to them because early on it looked like it was going to be a big problem but the defense still gave the offense chances in the second half and unfortunately the, the most embarrassing thing I've seen this week is that Pat's got the, the sixth lowest depth of target. <clears throat> that, that to me, just suggests that it, it, it's, not, it's not Mahomes. I, I know you, you might want to argue whether the interception's on him or not. For me, it may well be on him. I don't, I, because Sky Moore's on the end of it, I'm going to blame Sky Moore till the cows come home. <laughs> because I refuse to believe he hasn't done something wrong, whether it's lined up in the wrong place, ran the wrong route, ran it, ran it at the wrong speed. Because he's done. He, that's what he does. Uh, Pat, I, I, over, Pat over his career has given me no doubt. Can he make mistakes? Yes, he can make mistakes. Uh, it doesn't work. That connection to Sky Moore with Pat doesn't work. They have to veer because it's not working. It's not good I, enough. I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to defend Sky Moore here, right? So that was an RPO play, and Pat chooses to pass. Mm. And it's a pick play on that side. So Rushy Rice runs a short route, um, kind of straight up, and Sky Moore goes outside him. And the idea is that the defender who's got Sky Moore gets caught up with Rushy Rice and his guy, but he mm. didn't. He stayed above the two of them. So you've got Sky Moore coming up and you've got this guy coming across with no traffic in his way. And if Pat throws it to Sky Moore's right shoulder, so his back shoulder, mm-hmm. that's an easy completion for six or seven yards because the okay. defender can't get to it. Let me finish. But he throws it to his left hand shoulder and then Sky Moore kind of has to turn and adjust to it. And then it's beyond him and the defender catches it because he's actually in position to take it. So my argument to that is that route you're supposed to run straight and he has hesitated on the route, which has allowed the defender to get his head around that. The defender should be defending the deep ball on a back shoulder throw. Juju did this so well last year where he'd commit to the vertical plane and stop on a dime and the ball's there and he catches it. Whereas Sky hasn't done that. I I don't know. That's my opinion on it. That defender shouldn't be able to play that ball no matter what because he should be committed to playing vertically over the top. That's my opinion on it. Either way, we can argue to the cows come home. It, 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 to be honest, it doesn't matter. All that matters is their connection just doesn't exist at the moment. It's and they've got to figure figure something out because that feels like that sort of plays their kind of push it down the field play. But they've got. They've got to figure something out. And that gets me on to my next point is that realistically, you, you need to get some help from somewhere. And if that's Zach Earth, I don't know what Zach Earth offers. I haven't watched the Cardinals enough to know, but he's had a successful career. I'd like to think he knows how to be in the right place at the right time. And Jesus, do the Chiefs need someone who can do that at the moment? James, thoughts on all of that? <laughs> I can't argue with a lot of it, and uh, you know, Tom was right. Tom was Please right. Do. And, 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 Tom was right. Do. But I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to blame Sky more. I think, you know, he's not being utilised in his skill set. Is the, is the what, main. What is his skill set? 
I think just little short little short little routes across um you know in, into space. He's not a, he's not gonna be a long ball, he's not gonna be right wide, he's just slant runs and, and dropping him the ball in space. Well the sort of space but, that can, but Rashi Rice is better at that than him. Yeah, but Rashi Rice can be a man. I think Rashi Rice can be a, a he's, got, he's got potential to be WR one, let's face it. He's got a few drop issues. I, I, I agree I agree with that and I, I'm not I'm gonna let you carry on. But my point of view is for the Chiefs because I'm very long term as well. Like to to be totally honest, the, the Super Bowl window might open up for the Chiefs this year because everyone's getting injured. They might roll their way to the Super Bowl. To be honest, that's the way it's looking. But in a normal year, they don't really deserve to be in that conversation. But for this year, I don't know what you do with Sky Moore because Rashi Rice is better at the things that Sky Moore is good at so that's my concern with sky i agree with you though i do think rashi can be more in the offense but sorry yeah no i, I don't disagree and yeah the, the super bowl window isn't shut for me i mean it's not but Chiefs no. aren't playing great i don't think they played great last year personally and i thought the super bowl was a surprise to a certain extent and then once you're there any given sunday and all that sort of stuff and i think the same can happen this way you know the chiefs can still be any team they're mm-hmm. against but i don't go into games as confident versus some teams as I as I would be previously. But yeah, I mean for me, Rashi do, Rice. Do they feel yeah. more do they feel more vulnerable to you now? Uh not vulnerable because I think the the defence is there. I think we're I just don't unless everything goes perfectly and we catch the catches, uh, everything has to everything has to fall perfectly. We that we can't afford to drop some of the catches we can drop in and then we'll have a second chance. We don't have that option, I think. And that's I think that I think that's why Mahomes is possibly throwing some of these interceptions. I mean, Kels is getting two man, three man all the time. That's why I think the Zach Ertz option is good because he doesn't need to learn the, the offense too much. He can just take up some of that pressure, take some defenders off Kels. Kels basically, unfortunately, whether he's lost a step or not, you can argue that. Whether his mind's on retirement with he's got a girlfriend and he's well, his mind's you, on you, you, Swift. Yeah, yeah, you can you can argue all that, but so is one. He's older, <laughs> and we're asking him to lead an offense, and he he needs to he needs support. You can't wear the tires mm. completely on him. Um, Rashi Rice is definitely one that can go in there. You know, you look at his stats compared to say Tyreek Hill in his first year already. They're they're better than Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. So you've got to let him develop. Sky Moore, I think, can develop whether he's a number three or four. But unfortunately, the Chiefs' offense is littered with what really realistically are fourth and fifth wide receivers in any other team. Um, And and that's at the the start of the season. I worried that we had like a bunch of number three receivers. And I think I overestimate, I overestimated them. Yeah. The fours, fours and fives. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you completely there. Yeah. The worst thing, just really, sorry. The the thing with Rash is I I love Rash Ross more than anyone, right? He shouldn't, he, he is getting, this wasn't their plan for Rashi Rice. They they wanted to develop Rashi Rice this year, and he's literally the only kind of serviceable wide receiver they've got. And they're literally throwing him out and just putting more and more on his plate because but he's good uh, enough. He's, he's, yeah, he's good enough. But Andy wouldn't do this usually. I refuse to believe. We had this joke at the start of the year about him having a thousand yards. Is whatever we. That was my around. bold prediction. Yeah, that was my bold we're, prediction. We're, we're pissing about with all this, but literally, it's got to the point where they're like. He's just better than this. This is fucking roll him out, and we'll just make. Because this is the thing I'm getting really annoyed at. It's everyone's, everyone in the national media is like, oh, it's all, it's all manufactured touches. Yeah, of course it's manufactured. He ain't supposed to be playing. They need to just try to get the ball gonna, in his hands. Like. Just going to point out, he needs 409 yards from his last five games to be a thousand yard receiver. And he's just trending that, to that as well. The way he's that going. Out there. Yeah. But the thing is, Rashi Rice is like, like you said. Andy Reid is not one to trust first-year receivers. We mm. saw it with Sky Moore. We've seen it with, previously. We've seen him with Cole Harbin. We've seen Tyreek Hill. We, you know, go back historically. He doesn't do it. But Rashi Rice has forced him there because he's the only one that can do something with it. Yes, he's, he's had a couple juice, of drops. Man. Yeah, he's got juice, but he, he does something with it. And it's really, for me, the last two weeks, certainly uh, the week before the, the Packers game, Mahomes almost went, sod it. I'm going to start throwing. Mm. And trust them because they've got no other option. Cool. Um, and we've suddenly seen two really back-to-back, you know, breakout games for Ashley Rice. That yeah, he's shown he's shown glimpses of it, but now he's actually being trusted. And I think mm-hmm. that'll only do. That'll be better for the Chiefs going forward next year. Whether we sign 
a true right wide receiver one or a veteran wide receiver and we'll probably draft another, then you could be looking at wide receiver one, whoever comes in on trade, Rashi Rice number two, draft number three, stroke more number four. It's not that's and not you, and that's, hopefully you've got Travis. Yeah, like you've all got of Travis. Sudden, it it, it yeah. looks a lot better. Yeah, and what and Watson's back to being <clears> your <throat> four or five with more. That's not a bad. And yeah, that's good. Then that's where he needs to be, where he can make a play. Yes, but he's he's not like the number one guy that you you think's gonna get open. Like, and, and I, I notice there's no MVS in that conversation there. Serviceable. <laughs> but I mean, this is M- the thing though. He's got to put it. We got to this point with Mikhail where bad things were happening when he got the ball. More bad things than good things were happening when the ball went his way. And that's how I feel with MVS and Sky at the moment. It's like wh- whoever's fault that is, bad things happen when they try and get him involved. And that's the same thing with MVS. It's not MVS's fault that, that a D, the DPI is not called on him. The most egregious call I've ever seen since the freaking, the one that knocked Saints. Who, yeah, the, Saints, yeah. the Rams. It, it, dude got taken out. I don't get it. It's not his fault. But it's just one of those things. It's just an MVS thing to happen, isn't it? It's just we a thing that happens. On, we shouldn't be relying on what's an MVS be our wide receiver one and two. Let's face it. That's that's you shouldn't be in those positions. You go back to Demarcus Robinson. <laughs> he, he filled a role. He filled the role that MVS should be doing. Mm. But he did it on a minimum, you know, minimum yeah. salary. MVS yeah. has been paid a lot of money for a wide receiver to do what he's not doing. So that's my problem with MVS. So it's Adam Brett. It's Adam Brett Veach then for you. I think Veach got himself trapped in a situation where I think he believed Tony would be injury free and would be more impactful. Uh, I think they did and think Sky Moore, Justin Ross. I think they thought one of them's going to show up. I think Rashi they thought was a decent receiver, but weren't expecting what he's done with you know year one. Fair enough. Um, and I thought Watson and MVS. I think they were sort of trapped in. They knew they needed someone to be in the system that had some experience. And MVS, in fairness, last year when he was wide receiver three four, he, he did what you expect him to do. So yeah. I, I, I carried them through a playoff game. Yeah, exactly. So I just think I, I'm with you, man. I, I wonder whether this was ever the plan because I I don't know. I just I refuse to believe that they saw what they saw last year. And I'm with you, James. I didn't think it looked that convincing in the regular season either. It worked in the playoffs, and that, that's amazing. And MVS actually did really really well in that Bengals game. And and that's I, I was like need to see more of him doing this and it's gone the other way we've seen less and the stuff he's doing is rubbish and i just wonder whether this was the kind of the actual goal like or whether something fell through whether it's deandre hopkins they thought they could get and it just didn't work out but going into this off season and we've kind of diverted the conversation a little bit like we've still got this season i'm not writing this season off by any means no, I'm just not. looking down the road because the Chiefs, anything that happens in a regular season doesn't really matter, but it's trends that you worry about that you're seeing that could knock us out of the playoffs. And then looking forward, I think this year it can't be, like, you know, the last few years, Neil, I've been screaming for us to just draft wide receivers in the first round. Like it's going out of fashion, man, whether it's Jameson mm-hmm. Williams, say Flowers, all these dudes. Chris Olave. Chris Olave. Like, but. For me this year, I'm off that fully. If that isn't sorted out by the draft, we've got another problem because then you've got another guy going into a first year with Andy Reid. And I know whoever you bring in is going to be first year, but you've got to you've got to go and get someone who knows how to play wide receiver in a NFL level in free agency this year. It has to happen, in my opinion, because what James just said, whoever it is, strike him in at wide receiver one. Then you've got Rashi Rice for wide receiver two. Oh, you're buzzing with that in his second year. Then Kelsey is is like another wide receiver one, but he'll be more serviceable next year if he's here. I'm not convinced he's going to be. I think he's going to retire. But if he is here, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hang on. I don't know. I'm going to throw a name out there that I don't even think we can get. But say if Brandon Ayuk, right? you got Brandon, and Brandon Ayuk, T Higgins, someone like that. Then you've got 
Rashi Rice, then you've got Travis Kelsey. Well, all of a sudden, you ain't committing three people to Travis Kelsey on third down. And this is the point we're at now. I don't think Kelsey necessarily playing any better or worse than he has ever. I think he's just got three people watching him now because they know if MVS... they don't give a shit about anyone else. If MVS, Sky Moore, <laughs> Justin Watson beat me 15 times a game, we lose, then fair enough. But it's not yeah. going to happen. So that's yeah, the problem. I, I, I agree. It's the challenge. It's like, right... You know, if, if you're going to put Sky Moore and MVS and Watson against me, I'm going to back my defense to nine mm. times out of ten win that win that battle. You know, you've got to have that Smith-Schuster may not have had double teams, but they had to count him as someone to watch. They had mm-hmm. to put they had to put a defender on him, and that's what you need. Rashi Rice will have that next year because someone will go. Actually, do you know what? He's he's, he's shown year mm-hmm. one. He he deserves some you know some attention. If we bring someone else in that's got that. Suddenly, you've got three targets, and Kels will find a bit more time and space, and that might yeah. that might persuade him to stay up. You know, if he is thinking about retiring, it might be. You know, if Kels can go, I can't take this whole offense on my shoulders. It's time to go. But if he sees something that, you know, actually, I can, you know, I can get some genuine yards and have a, you know, not have to take the entire pound in for this offense, maybe he stays. I think if we win the Super Bowl. We're talking like end of game retirement. If the Chiefs crash out, I think he won't leave the Chiefs in a mess, which is what we'd be in. If we say we go out in the first round of playoffs and we look like this and we look like this in the playoffs and 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 we lose, I think he'll come back because I don't think there's any way he he'd leave us in that situation because if he retired off that house is falling like burning down because you can't replace. He's essentially our number one wide receiver, even if we had a number one wide receiver. So, like, you're basically trying to, re- like, how many yards are you trying to replace if he retires? The line next is scary, man. But, yeah, I'd, hopefully hopefully he'll be there and then everything looks better and you've got a couple of years to plan for it. So I, I think the, the plan kind of counted on progression of young players. 100%. And they haven't particularly progress like is there a wide receiver on the team who is better than they were last year not like i think of. i do think that i agree there was a plan that either justin ross or sky Moore or rashi rice maybe one of them came off and tony also came off i think that was the idea and i think veach has <clears> been <throat> and i don't want to slag veach off because he's done a lot of good things for chiefs but i think he thought that cornerback room experiment worked I can do this with the right receiver and save and save and save the money. And I, I generally think that's where we are. But he does, to his credit, he has adjusted course um, yeah. at an incredible rate when there has been a problem. When that cornerback room did become a problem, he addressed it heavily. And everyone was going, We don't draft corners in the first round. We don't do this. We don't do that. Well, he adjusted course heavily on that. And it might not have been the maximum investment you can make, but he has put a first round pick into it at this point. And Sneed and they've they've done well out of it. I agree. The offensive line he corrected course aggressively, and I think this will be the next thing because I, I, I don't, don't think I don't think you piss Pat off. I just don't don't do what Green Bay did with with Aaron Rodgers and leave no one around him because. Uh, I, I I don't disagree. I, I also I also believe each will aggressively sort it out. But I think it was an experiment by, yeah. you know, he experimented, about, he experimented with the one uh, I don't think he experimented with the offensive, um, offensive line, to be fair. I think the injuries just caught, but, him, caught him short. You know, but. you know, the last few years, it feels like they've addressed the defence quite heavily, which I think we're all kind of for, right? Yes. They've just off, the top of my, just off the top of my head, it started with like Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, Sneed, McDuffie, Kyle Laftus. I mean... Uh, are we missing? Oh, Brian Cook was Felix. a second round pick. You Felix spent the bloody first round, round pick on first Felix. Round pick. Yeah. Like, are we at the point now where you go into this draft and you just go, well, surely the defense is set at this point? Yes and no. I, I, I think it depends. It hinges on for me for Jones. Jones. You need, you need, you need, if, if Jones yeah. leaves, you have to have an impactful DT coming in from the draft yeah. to sort of, he might not be impactful mm-hmm. year one, but. I think Which they defense... tried to do, didn't they? They tried to go and get the guy that went to uh, the Cowboys, Mazzy Smith. Smith. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, so, I, I, I would have taken a chance on Chase Young personally, but you know, me too, 100%. Things are, things are what they are, but I think you've got to have that supply line of you take you every year, you have to take someone on the offensive in the trenches on yeah. both sides and the wide receiver and a cornerback. You've got to just just keep recycling. I know Duncan's of the opinion that we just need to keep taking wide receivers until one bangs, and I'm, I'm with him there. Um, but this year, I'm kind of very much thinking you I'm with you I think you're looking across the defensive line I think that kind of backwards is fine I think Tranquil will probably get another contract hopefully here if we're not if we're not right out um and then you probably look at Willie Gay leaving but you got Chanel and so it kind of feels like that defense is okay I think they just heavily need to correct the offense and I think enough times passed now and you've done enough things like not only have we won a Super Bowl, we've beaten the Dolphins. I think the Tyreek Hill not paying a wide receiver thing just needs to be gone now. And if we end up paying T Higgins 25, 30 million or a, a, a name, whoever, insert wide receiver here, then I don't think anyone can come back and say, oh, they should have just paid Tyreek Hill at this point. So I think now is probably the time. The experiment worked last year. It might work this year. Like, again, we've done another 10 minutes since I last said it, but, like, we're wanting a Super Bowl run here because everyone's falling apart. Like, yeah, I don't I don't fear any team. Imagine this is the year. I don't, I, don't always, I don't think I don't any team fears us either. No, that and that's that's the difference. I, I, I you know, I've, I've seen some of the negativity and it's sort of like, oh, yeah, we're going to lose this before 14-0 down against the Raiders and blah, 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 blah. We come back. We we can still, but we have to be. Every everybody has to play perfect, mm. or to a certain extent, to first to, to to compete. Mm. But you know, we we possibly shouldn't have lost the Eagles. We beat Miami Dolphins. We you know, who who else is there to fear really? Forty ers yes, but mm. they had three awful games for bouncer. And the thing is, if we're worrying about Forty ers we're in Super Bowl. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Shit I, I'd, I'll take that worry any day of the week. The thing is, as well, like you're saying that. It's, it's we just have to be per like it just has to all fall well like the Packers game you give us that game a couple of years ago that's an automatic dub you know oh Pat's got the ball with Pat, Pat's got a ball a drive to win the game minute, okay yeah we minute won. nine to go oh yeah easy it, job's it, done it, like it, you know that but it wasn't that throw, the games to level Jordan Love throws that ball and what is it I think it was Cook an inch away and he gets a fingertip to it and that's not caught Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, was a, it was a great catch, but you know, it, it goes back. Oh, to the yeah, old, it's moon ball, you know, isn't it's, it? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's millimeters and everything. And mm-hmm. you know, any other game that's thrown, perhaps it doesn't happen. And that's what, that's what I mean. We have to almost be perfect. I, yeah. I think this year, the number one seed is even, even more important because if you can give us a week off and you can give us two home games, I fancy our chances. Yeah. But you know what if, like, if we have to go on the road in the playoffs to somewhere like Baltimore, yeah, or even Miami, um, I, I get what you're saying. I get, I get what you're saying. I'm not as confident. I'd rather have the home games than the, the bye. However, Baltimore don't have a great deal of playoff experience. Miami have very little, and that's yeah. something that we do have. In a it, it is going to count. Yeah, that will count definitely. Yes. Um, can you imagine that genuinely? If this is the year that Pat's healthy through the playoffs. Like with all of the quarterback injuries elsewhere, and Trevor Lawrence is now going to miss time. I, I don't know how bad his injury is. He's got, he's got brain. So is he? I don't, I don't know what that means anymore because I just saw Pat fucking run couple of 30 yards, run the forty yard dash in the Super Bowl and a high ankle sprain. I don't know what that means anymore, <laughs> man. Because I had a high ankle sprain and I didn't run for six months, so I got no idea what's going on. <laughs> so how bad is his high ankle sprain? But like, what I'm saying is like everybody's got injuries the Chiefs are actually quite healthy like on the offense at least until this and defense maybe not but like if it clicks it might be in another Super Bowl I don't think we're going to win the Super Bowl this year because I just I just Jesus that 49ers team if they don't win the Super Bowl this year there's some that have gone seriously wrong there because they're just phenomenal to watch but Pat's still yeah. yet to have a Pat game isn't he for me yeah uh, he hasn't Blown anyone away? Yeah, he has. He hasn't. You know, he's not in that MVP MVP conversation, but he's still got it in the locker. You know, he's got mm. it in the locker. Um, 
Has he so, got it in the locker when MVS and Justin Watson are his wide receivers only two? Again, they've got they've got to, they've got to pull off the catches, but he can put people in he, he can put people in position, um, mm-hmm. and he has he's taken the team on his shoulder. I just don't think he has done it this year, and you know I'm not going to write him off doing it. That's the, that I suppose is the. Uh, but I mean, a couple of those deep shots have been catchable like yeah, i mean he, he couldn't have thrown them. Yeah, he we should be talking about mvs in a whole a whole different light because if he two ca- catches like, two different yeah. catches if he mm. catches 75 percent of the chances he's had in the last few weeks it, it we'd have been going everything's fixed like the deep game and then they're respecting the deep game he he and do you know what if it had caught a few of them they'd have probably thrown the flag on the flipping not not maliciously like oh they didn't throw it because you ain't gonna catch it like the waffle i've heard this week but like you know <laughs> you know just funny. you know just the way things fall it just feels like if it, if it had caught a couple it probably got a flag on that it's just one it's just the way things are falling at the moment just not quite right but if sky Moore catches that one in the end zone a few weeks back his confidence is massively up and we win that game yeah if mvs catches that one uh the other week we win that game confidence is up mm-hmm. if the passing set, you know, if a passing interference is called, you can have a four, you can have literally a four-week mm. Mahomes highlight reel and everyone going nuts again and putting him in the, you know, that's that's how close it's been because <clears throat> he has he has aired it out and we just haven't taken it in. Okay. And Sky Moore to me, you saw his reaction to his touchdown catch in the Super Bowl, like Sky, you caught like a ten-yard ten-yard like pass with nobody no around him you. and he's celebrating like he's just mossed two people in the end zone and it's a Super Bowl <laughs> I get it right but I do think he's a confidence player because when he dropped those those punts like there was a thing in a franchise about when he what didn't he return a punt at some point and um they were basically saying he didn't want to go back in for the longest time didn't he catch the punt in the Bengals game that got us like the first the return yes. Right, yes, yes. and I was watching the franchise, and he—they were saying how he—he he didn't want to go in on that play. Now, to me, that's fucking embarrassing, really. But it just shows it's—it's it's a confidence sport, and like, if he's not confident to go in and catch a punt, like, like I just wonder what his confidence is like right now, like, because if he's in the mud, great confidence-wise, it can't be helping his game because if he's in that same place right now that he was in at that time. With the cat, with the catching the punts, if he's in that playing wide receiver, like you can see how this happens, and I'm that's my hope, James. Like when you say you think there's a player in there, hopefully, maybe if you can get him confident, there is. But maybe if you're expecting a lot of him, like we are at the moment, maybe he's just not quite right there now. It's tough, isn't it? Because you look, is it was it Pickens that was taken just before him? Yeah, we, yeah. we sort of skipped. We back wanted all, we, yeah, we, we wanted we, him, didn't we? But you look, Pickens yeah. is not, you know. He's in a team that isn't expected to do brilliantly currently, hasn't mm-hmm. got a superstar quarterback, so isn't expected to. So he hasn't got that pressure. Was more has a little bit of expectation because Mahomes is your quarterback, so what he can make wide receivers look amazing. He has those drops, and like you said, confidence is a massive thing. You can't legislate for confidence, and and if he may never get it. So, but how many players come through the NFL and? what ifs and maybes and that's mm. why you get sixth seventh round undrafted that suddenly you know confidence you can't i don't know i i hope like i said i hope there's a player there but it's a tough one mm. it is I, i'm not sure we actually really talked about the packers game that much and that was more kind of a general because, do you know what it is though, how are we because, now discussion do you know what it is though it's because to to me like the regular season doesn't really matter but what that game what happened in that game doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things just because of the way our division is and yes it has one seed implications but, it, but they're not it's, tiebreaker it's implications a, yeah it's 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 a bigger picture thing you've lost to an msc team like uh, but it's not ideal but it, it's it's all bigger picture and that's what we're talking about because the bigger picture and the, the important thing is what we look like in january and then what we look like going forward, um, could they turn it around 100%? I'm not going to get... Uh, we said it started the season nearly in like the preview show. It's like, really, it's quite funny because we're doing this, but nothing really matters until January. And that's yeah, still the situation we're in. So, like, yes, a Packers game happened. We lost it. 
Going back, to my, going back to my point, Bam, to be perfect, if you look at it, yeah, we lost the one game to the Broncos, but every other team's been NFC. So there's no one to fear in the AFC, technically. If we beat the Bills on mm-hmm. on, on, <laughs> on Sunday, we you know, apart from the, the Ravens, we'll have played pretty much everyone else contenders-wise and beat them. It's, it's, and that seems really strange to be talking about mm-hmm. the Chiefs, how we are talking, but if you look at it that way, it's like, well, who do we fear in the, the playoffs? So did... Did they take the NFC teams too lightly then? I don't know if they took them too lightly. I think the, the Lions game is explainable away. Could yeah. have won that. Quite, could have won that quite easily. Yeah. The Eagles game, we could have won that again. It was, mm. and the Packers game. It was game, close. Yeah, it's close. We, we could have won yeah. that. If, do you know what I mean? No, I don't think any teams absolutely destroyed us. Um, I also yeah. think that if the game mattered, I think if it was a game that mattered, like yeah, you're not going to play an NFC team in the playoffs apart from apart from the Super Bowl right but like say 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 you put one of those NFC teams were in the AFC in the first round of the playoffs I think we'd win every game I, if it, I'm, I'm just going to say Andy's saving the good stuff for the playoffs mm-hmm. I'm just this is, the thing, this is the thing your wide receivers don't need to get open on a route if there's no one within 10 yards of them and he did it twice in the Super Bowl so he can cook some shit up but Obviously, are we right to be panicking? No one can tell you that you're wrong. I don't. I don't think we're panicking. No, I don't either. Just, but I think this is a measured this reflection. Yeah, the, the reaction this week has been uh, all it is is just clickbait titles. Are the Chiefs broken? It's Twitter. Can Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, of course it is. But like, obviously, they are talking points. But yes, yeah, so which, which is what I've just spent 36 minutes yeah. talking about. Yeah, it's yeah, the price. Of, it's the price of success. You put yourself on a pedestal, you're going to get mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's part of it as well. Is you're taking every team's best effort every week, and particularly with the Packers this week, Packers have nothing to lose. Like they they were two and five a few weeks ago, and they had no fucking chance of making. Can the we playoffs. just say as well? Because we 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 don't usually. I mean, it doesn't mean anything to anybody, right? That's going to listen to this podcast. But fair fucking play to Jordan Love, you know, because he he showed up mm-hmm. at Arrowhead a couple of years ago and didn't look like he belonged no, no, on the NFL field. Yeah. And do you know what? Fair fucking play to him with all the all the pressure he's got on him. I know he's saying he, yeah, he was a free shot for them, and it was. But the the shit he's had to deal with, the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers to him. Fair play to him. He looked wicked. Give him. Yeah, I'll say something. I I put my uh, prediction for the Chiefs to win comfortably this week because I I based it on Love not having faced the pressure the Chiefs defense I thought would put on him. Mm-hmm. And fair play, he he looked a genuine quarter. You know, a top. Certainly a top 12 quarterback in the league to me. He did. He I think part, part of that as well you have to give to Matt LaFleur because I thought they called a really good game. Like, the pressure never really got home very much. or It, he, it yeah. never looked like he was under that much pressure and he was able to find the wide open receivers because our coverage wasn't great for a change. Um, but, like, I, I can think of one play that Chris Jones just blew up. But apart from that, Speaking so, of Chris Jones, can you do the world at this point that you see him being at Chiefs next year? Because I, I think we're getting to the point where I just they ain't going to pay that. I, I think the only way is that he he hasn't set the world alight statistically this season. And, and if they can, if they can use that in negotiations leverage, yeah. to drive the price down. That is this the is only why way. this is why the teams and the owners always win, man. Because yeah. dude had such a good year last year, and they wouldn't pay him. They longed him out. Now he's had a down year, and they're going to go into negotiations. Go, it's all about what have you done for me lately, man? Because it is, yeah, there's definitely. And he'll, he'll be like, yo, I just had like some mad year last year, and go, yeah, but last year you were a bit last shit, year, mate. But, yeah, like <laughs> it's just crazy, man. Hopefully, think... I do. Hopefully, he does stay, but. If we can get him for the reported twenty-eight million that we're talking about, we'd accept this year. I'd still take him because I think he's well. and he he allows other players, Carl Loftus, benefits from it. Um, Nardi's certainly benefited from it. Um, I can't. Mike Dana. Yeah, Dana. How many uh, you? Charles, how many you? It, it's yeah, the, yeah. the thing with Chris Jones is the problems you don't have to fix by having him, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah, he he's a game wrecker on his day as well, and. But if you take him out of the lineup, then it's like, okay, it's it's replacing by committee. 
But it is Which, like Kelsey, right? It's, it's like a Tyreek like Hill Kelsey. situation. It's like a you, you got to replace. You can't replace him one for one. You can't replace Chris Jones one for one. Unless but it's, it's like lucky. Kelsey in that he he demands attention, which in theory yeah. should free up other people. Now yeah. on the offense, it's not which free is why I got people. Chase Young, like James said, because I think he'd have benefited from that. Absolutely, situation. yeah. But like Mike Dana isn't having a six and a half seven sack season without Chris Jones in the lineup. As much as I, I love me some yes, Mike Dana, yeah, I think yeah. he's fantastic. Uh, 100% effort on every play, but he's not getting that many sacks yeah, when Chris Jones isn't in the lineup. And you could make the same case, Kleftus, although his sacks were kind of, he got three in one game, so that kind of skews his sack figures a little bit. But yeah. like Jones, you have to double team him. You have no choice on that. Same with Kelsey, you have to double cover him. You have no choice in that. Um, and so that just means there's less resources for covering everybody else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, if those players can win their one-on-one matchups, then the whole kind of side of the ball benefits. On defense, we've done that. On offense, we haven't. And that's why yeah. we're struggling a bit on offense and the defense looks really, really good. The the, the wildest thing is that if it's all ifs and buts, isn't it? And we don't know what Juju would have looked like if he'd have come back this year, whether he'd look similar to what he's looking like in New England because of injuries or, or whatever. But... Um, putrid. You look at you look at that you look at that offense last year. If you had that offense the last year and the defense that we've got this year, I tell you what, man, the Chiefs would be far and away Super Bowl favorites right now because the AFC, for how strong it's supposed to be, and it's it's sad that it's injuries that have done it, but a lot of the teams have fallen apart. And I think that's the one thing about the Chiefs is if if they can stay healthy. Um, Hopefully they can We're, grow in, grow into I, that. Man, I will tell you that we are still the favourites to win the AFC mm-hmm. with with better yeah, like, powers. As I this quickly is the, go into the website. wildest thing is like I actually think that's right. Like I actually do think this is what I think. I think that the Chiefs probably will win the AFC still, and I actually think they'll probably end up going to the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship game. AFC Championship game is going to be a tough game. No matter, I don't care who 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 it ends up being. You're not going to get an easy AFC Championship game. You're going to have a, a game there. But I think they could roll to the AFC Championship game just because I feel like teams are just falling apart at the moment. Like Teams are dropping like flies. It's crazy. I do like, think this, this Sunday depends. And the Bills aren't on form. They're another team that's suffering. I the think Bills... they throw form out the window. I think this is, uh, yeah. this is like the, a derby. It's like exactly. a derby in football, isn't it? The you Bills will raise the game. But if we, if we come through that, the Ravens have still got to play the 49ers. That's, do you know what I mean? There's, we we could still get there, but I think this week depends on this week. This week for me is the one seed decider. Personally. This is a heat test yes. week, I think. Um, I think the Ravens, um, they they do have quite the the schedule remaining, don't they? As I'm I'm trying to stall while I find it. Um, but like they they do not have an easy out as I continue to talk as this loads. They have Ars, got the Ars they've got the Rams. They go to the Jags. They go to the 49ers. They have the Dolphins as well, and then mm-hmm. the Steelers. Can I draw? <laughs> well, Steelers. Are well, never, I mean, Steelers and Ravens are never going to be an easy game. Even the Steelers could be the worst team in the world. They they can still they raise like you said, it's that derby game again, isn't it? Yes. Like they do not have an easy remaining schedule. The Jags have just lost Trevor Lawrence for a couple of weeks. They're probably out of it. The Dolphins, Dolphins beat up bad teams. The Dolphins are the Bills from a couple of years ago. Um, flat tra- as three cricketers sit here and do an NFL podcast, they're flat track bullies. Um, uh-huh. That they they if the things go in their favour. They they will be fine, but I mean the Dolphins' last three games are the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills. Like they're not going three and zero out of those three games. Yeah. No. So what do we think of the Bills then? Because obviously they're they're a team that, that we're playing this week, but like if you look at that's always going to be a rivalry game, right? Like this is this isn't going to the the Chiefs aren't getting the what are they five and six Bills six and six Bills? We aren't that's getting that version of the Bills, are we? No, we'll get the strongest version of the Bills, but the Bills, for whatever reason, are mismanaged or mis 
I don't know. I don't know what it is, but you look They're at it. They're a tick-off. Yeah, you look at the, you look at the most of that squad, apart from a few, I would say they have the better overall team. So when we had Frank Schwab on to do his pre-season preview with us, so Frank's um, senior NFL writer with Yahoo Sports, uh, um, myself and Tomo had a quite lengthy discussion with him about the Bills. He was very pro-Bills. He had them as a Super Bowl pick. For the second year in a row, um, by the way. We had for the, the second year in a row. Year yes. We had the <laughs> same conversation the year before. But my my argument with him, and I, I, I'm going to go with me cricket and one again, so bear with us, American listeners, but the Bills are the 1990s South African cricket team. They are chokers. What, with a um, cheaters, cheaters captain? Well, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But that when the pressure is on, the Bills fold. And then we broke them with that 13 second. Game we we did. But I mean, as as I said to Frank at the time, good teams don't lose that game. OK, if you're winning with 13 mm. seconds to go and the other team has to go you know 75 yards. Do you know what it was about that game as well? And I'll let you I'll let you cook, Neil. But just if you go back, you go back and watch that game where Josh Allen scores the touchdown. They're celebrating on the sideline like the game had finished. And. I d- I'm with you. If if you're managed properly, everybody sit the fuck down. Because they, cel- they celebrated like the 49ers did on the yeah. uh, Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Game so the Bills. Done. The Bills. They had. They came into the season with the third oldest defense in the league. Both of their safeties were coming back from injury, and they had Von Miller, who was 34 and coming back at some stage off an ACL mm. injury. That is a lot of very Speaking big of, question be, marks. He'll be magically fit this week, I imagine, and not on but the he's done, symptoms. But he's done nothing, mm-hmm. like on the field, absolutely yeah. nothing. Um, so that they had big questions on defence. Their first-round cornerback from the other year barely gets a look in. Mm-hmm. They picked a bloody fifth-round pick off the Packers uh, at the trade deadline because of that shit at cornerback. And then on offence... Their offense is the same as it's been for a number of years now. They have no run game, and their passing game is Stefan Diggs. Like, yeah. ain't no nobody's game planning for Gabe Davis. No one gives a shit about him, unless Dan Sorensen's covering him. But hey, we we quite quite like Gabe, Davis. Gabe, Gabe Davis always seems to you know perform against us. He's had one good game. He's had one good game. He's had one game. But the reason he's performed against us is because we've shut down Stefan Diggs, and he's. Yeah. He's kind of like the prototypical Chiefs receiver. You would back yourself to be able to defend against him nine times out of ten. If Gabe Davis beats you, congratulations, well done. He is MVS. He is Justin Watson. Oh, mate, he's he better is, than that. Come he on. Is that caliber, like no, he is that caliber of player. Okay? But he's, their he's, offense, a wide, he's a wide receiver three, whereas Watson yeah. and MVS are four or five. <laughs> I'm not sure it even give him a three. <laughs> uh, I think he's a four. But like you're not game planning to stop Gabe Davis. You're game planning to stop Stefan Diggs. Yeah. And then Josh Allen is hero ball mode. Yeah. Basically. He and he's not Patrick Mahomes at Hero Ball. So yeah. I, I don't particularly mind Josh Allen hero balling because sometimes he's gonna make shit happen, but he's also gonna do some dumb crap as well. And He's as likely to lose you the game as he is win you the game. He leads the league in interceptions again this year for like the fifth year in a row or something stupid like that. Can he throw some against the Chiefs, though? I'd love him to. Can you just like... I don't feel like we have enough interceptions, man. That's a good point. Can we change that this year? I would agree with that, yeah. Can we change that this But the Bills are just... Offensively, they're one-dimensional. And defensively, defensively... They're old and injury prone. Mm. And certainly from an offensive point of view, when it gets down to the big games, that's not good enough. You can't be one dimensional. And this is something that Charles Robinson always talks about this. You need to be able to run the ball and doesn't mean you have to run the ball all the time. It means you need to be able to do it when you need to do it. And that's what the Chiefs were able to do in the playoffs last year with Pacheco. He went on a tear. Super Bowl, the Chiefs in the second half were able to run the shit out of the ball because they were able to do it. But 
the Bills haven't shown that, and so that makes them one-dimensional offense. And then if you can dictate Stefan Diggs, then you're going right, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, Dalton Kincaid now, but like he's basically replaced Dawson Knox in the lineup. They're not they're not doing the hey, we've got two really good tight ends to catch the ball, or we could run it because that's just not happened. We've just replaced Dawson Knox with a yeah. slightly better version of himself. And they still got James Cook. Is he, yeah, because I yeah. really like him. I, mean, I thought he looked really, really good at the start of the year, and then, and then you check He's in. He's done back nothing. The, yeah, you check back in with the Bills. It's like, oh yeah, they've just, they've just not, they're just not running the ball again. I'm like, but, but James Cook's quite good, isn't it? I, I just, well, the game um, I thought he was quite good. I don't know, but that, that, do you know what though? That might not even be the problem, because sometimes it's a willingness to run as well, because it, it can be a scheme thing, it can be the type of run, it can, it can be anything. But if you're not going to commit to it, like the Chiefs need to do, this is what the Chiefs need to do this week against the Bills. It's the same game plan as the Packers, but just execute. Because when they were running the ball, it looked fabulous. And they just fucked it off again in the second half. Like, I mean, I think, I think you made a good point. I mean, I was just going to mention it before. Pacheco has had two really good weeks. I don't think yeah. he's an elite running back, but he's a hell of a running back as a seventh, you know, seventh uh, round draft pick. But he does what we need, and he is explosive, and he just he powers through. Um, he's not going to be that one that's going to light up through all the, but he is learning, and I think um, that's been the one bright light from the Chiefs' offense when the wide receivers have failed. If we compare that, you almost get back to that Kareem Hunt year, where you had, you know both sides of the ball giving you options and that makes defences struggle. I I tweeted just after halftime on Sunday night, Pacheco had had seven carries for 54 yards in the first half at 7.7 yards a carry. And I said, Andy, don't do an Andy and forget about Pacheco. You have to keep running the ball. We were only down by a relatively small amount of points. And Andy just have... Um, he just has this habit of like, ah, oh, we'll just stop running the ball now and get Pat to do it all. If Pacheco is working, make them stop it. And, and we mm. kind of did that in the second half to a, a reasonable extent because we were always within touching distance of the score until that last drive. Mm. It's interesting as well, though, with Pacheco. We've not done it with CEH, although it does still, I still hold my breath every time he gets a touch. Um, Pacheco's getting quite a few receiving yards or targets at least now as well. They're trusting him mm. a lot more in the overall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that, yeah. Whereas CEH was sort of brought in for that. You know, that was his sort of skill set. And then they never used him for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> yeah. Um... Are we confident beating the Bills? I think it's a massive game. This is I, honestly because do you know what it is? It's it's a if the Chiefs win it, like everything's right with the world. And then if they lose it, not only have they lost two games in a row, they've hang on, how many games? Did we beat someone in between the the Eagles and the Packers? Yeah, we beat the Raiders. Okay, cool. Beat the Raiders. Just forget about the Raiders. It's like, yeah, so we've lost, yeah. would have lost two games in a row, but but worse, you'd have bought. And for all the things you say about the Bills, I wouldn't. I still, you still don't, don't want to play them in the playoffs. Want to play them in the playoffs in the wild card round? So you're letting a team back in over playing the Colts and Gardner yeah. Minshew, or I 100 percent agree with that. Yeah, someone's like. So, this this is like a this is such a wild game because the Bills need to win this so much more than the Chiefs, but just if we can win this game, it just does you the world of good because you're beating a I don't care what anyone says you're beating a good team and then not only that you're just putting the dagger in, which it, it's it's like you, this this is this is like a playoff game because if we win it we can knock them out of the playoffs basically yes which would just be wild like it'd just be wildly good for our chances you, you know you just don't you just you'd rather play Gardner Minshew than, than Josh Allen it, it is as simple as that I haven't looked at it that way but you're right it's sort of the Bills 
as much you know Neil Neil sort of persuaded me there with that the older def- defense and stuff like. But yeah, it's it is knocking them out of the playoffs. It's like the Bengals. You know, the Bengals will still be dangerous. Maybe not out with, with out Joe Burrow, but they they could. I'd still rather take on the Jags or the Colts rather than a couple of teams that have been about the playoffs and caused us you know a bit of either. I agree. So yeah, it's a um, <clears throat> it's a big freaking game, man, because the Chiefs need to get right. Um, is it is it a must win game? No, none of the games. Uh, we've asked schedule none of the games are must win because we're just going to roll to the AFC champ, uh, yeah, AFC West title. It's not a must you, win game. You want that number one seed though, don't you? But... You, you do, you do. But like in terms of, is it? I I just don't think it's going to have that many implications if we lose another game because you've got to play such shit. Like some of the teams we've got to play still, like. The Patriots. Well, they're not even going to score points in Saturday defense, so it's <laughs> it's like a week off. Like I don't think it's going to make a difference in the grand scheme of things. So it's not necessarily like must win because it's not it's not going to change anything. I don't think. I mean, maybe I guess the one seed situation, but you're still in the playoffs. So uh, I don't know. I just I think it's important. It's just if you lose, it's not it's not the end of the world, I guess. But I'm with Tom. It- a must win is is too strong. It'd be a it's a very nice win because I think it sets us up a bit of confidence mm-hmm. when we go into that um playoff run potentially. If the results go where we think they're gonna go with a very good chance of number one seed. If we lose it, we're still probably gonna have a great record and we're gonna go in there, but you know, it's it's not a must win for the season. But it's yeah, the last four really the Patriots, the Raiders, the Bengals, and the Chargers. See, my issue here is this is your last team, last chance to get like a legit win. Yes. Like because I I, I think you beat the Raiders. I I think I think Arrowhead. I think they've had a look at them. I think, I don't think we'll be as surprised by the Raiders. And even even after we were surprised by the Raiders, it ended up going okay. The Chargers are going to be in in burn it down mode by then. Um. And then you've got the the Patriots. This is your last chance to get like a. a it's the last chance for it to but look right and give you thing, some confidence going. The play. thing is, if you win this, that sets you up for the number one seed because you should win those last four. Yeah. Whereas I, if you don't, if you don't win this, there's still that there's still enough of a question mark for me that even if you win the other four, you might not get the number one seed. But if you win this. And then you win the other four, you almost yeah. certainly get the number one seed. Yeah. So and to me, that's why yeah. this, that's why this is Stay another thing al- as well. Almost, almost a must-win game. Who have, who is it? The Bills have got a last game of the season. The Dolphins. If we if we win this week, like the the Bills. To have any chance would have to beat the Dolphins last game well, of the I mean, season. So the if Bills they win have... this week, they probably still do, but it just it's just another thing, isn't it, that you got to take into account. Like you put them another game back there, you know, and that the it, Bills it, you know, play us. They play the Cowboys. They go to the Chargers and they play the Patriots and then go to the Dolphins. So I mean, uh, it's not looking great for the Bills either way. But I, I don't that, think the Bills make the playoffs. Now, that Dolphins game might be like they might not even have a chance by then, but it, it's very likely going to be winning in. So if you win today, like you say, Neil, and then you win out, and then the Dolphins, sorry, the Bills got to play the Dolphins on the final game of the season. They're they're desperate, desperate for a win to even have a chance, even if it's a three-way split. It could go. They've got to beat the Dolphins on the final day. That that if they do beat them, then that might be the win elevates us into the one seed you know you just it is a massive game I, like i don't know i'm going both ways because it, it, it I'm, I'm with jazz it's not quite a must win but it's it's a very very important game to it's win let's close. put it that way yeah yeah it is it's probably one of the because of the situation this is the most important game of the season at this point yeah m- must win defines your season i don't think this defines our season in terms of we don't get the playoffs, obviously, without it. But yeah, I, I think it defines our number one seed. Uh, yeah, it defines. Like, that's it defines, why. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I agree with that. I could see a world. Do, I could on. see a world in which the Chiefs 
don't get the one seed. But the AFC Championship game is still at Arrowhead, to be honest. <laughs> I think that's probably where it's going to go. The Ravens get it and then choke yeah. against someone. Yeah. 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 I, I don't Ravens mind not getting the one seed. Steelers, probably. I, I, as much as one seed is important, I'd like, to, I'd like, in a way, and not like, I wouldn't mind going a, away from home and trying to get a playoff win because that will happen in the future and we'll need to do it. We can't continue to be home home advantage, home advantage, home advantage. I don't know, man. With this defense, know. you get this defense. You get a you wide sure receiver one. Who knows, man? Let's do score predictions, Tom. I already know yours, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Tom, our score prediction? Thirty though. Thirty and analysis. Duncan, Duncan last good. week. Duncan last week made that joke with me in the WhatsApp group, and I was like, "Oh, I'll go forty, you know?" Then like joking, he actually wrote it down. He's <laughs> like, "I ain't playing this game." Forty, you know, forty, you know, is is just not possible. It's not, it's not realistic. Come on, you got to have realistic predictions. Forty, you know, yeah. thirty, you know, is realistic. James, <laughs> I'm gonna go twenty-seven, twenty, Chiefs. Uh, I'm glad you clarified that at the end. There. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to go 24-17 Chiefs. Do you know what I'd um, go? If, if, I, if, I, if I was going to make a genuine prediction, I'd go like 17-14 to the Chiefs. And he's going to be ugly as fuck. Could well be. As long as it's a win. I yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter, well. yeah. No, yeah. It doesn't matter. Also, big up Harrison Butker for being better this year as well. I remember this time last year just been fuming with him, so... Fair play to him. We're probably going to need him down the stretch, just the way these games are unfolding. We're having a lot of close games. I just want to kind of get that on the podcast just before uh, he has a game-winning field goal this week. So you, you know he's just jinxed. James has I... just got his head in his hands because he knows yeah. he's just jinxed him there. <laughs> he's put his fuck, man. He's put his fuck. Uh, we're going to like, lose this 15-14 or something. As I can't this wait. is a game-winning field goal as time expires for 20 yards. I, I hate it when a commentator or any sort of analyst makes that sort of, well, the Chiefs have never lost for uh, 12 games versus such and such a team. He's just like, oh, I'm like, oh that's it. No. <laughs> I, don't I, I literally don't believe in any of that. Well, at all all I'm saying is it will be Winchester's fault. No, that's good. That's a good point. Tommy Townsend. Snap hold um, right, I think that'll do us at an hour in a minute and 27 seconds. Um, Tom, thanks for your time as always, my man. Thanking you, thanking you. James, great to have you back on again. Appreciate Cheers, your time, Tom. thank you. Appreciate it. Um, we are a 9.25 kickoff on Sky this week, uh, which is my favourite kickoff time because the kids are in bed and it doesn't finish too late, and that is a winning combination for me. Um, if you're on zone, sorry, tough, you're going to get blacked out. Oh, uh, you've, uh, I'm just going to say, if you're under zone, you've wasted your fucking money if you don't have Sky. Just go the only thing, the, literally, the only reason to have, yeah, like I've got the dodgy box. The only reason to have the zone this year is literally to watch the games back. There is no other benefit. And, and these people wonder why. These people wonder why. Was it 150 quid or something for the season? Other people, something like the, the people wonder why. People are finding alternate ways and less legal ways to watch scouse legal ways. It's it's <laughs> it is an absolute yeah, dis- it is an absolute disgrace. Like there's there was a 49ers guy last week and he hadn't watched his team play on the zone in four weeks. That is not okay. They have to sort this out, Sky, because they've ever got to do something where you can't be on Sky two weeks in a row or something because they've definitely got their favorites and it's 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 a bit of a fucking joke to be honest but i mean they're going to play the team or they're going to show the teams um that are doing well at this time of season so if you're doing well then tough shit and we just have so many primetime games that mm. you're automatically guaranteed there's going to be six weeks of the season where we're not going to be on Oh, we're going to be on many, Sky. How many games do you think we've watched on, on like, DAZN? It's probably, like, three this year. Two, I was going to say two was my yeah, first thought this, there. It's fucking stupid. Like, next year, they can sack that off, I'm telling you. There's the Bears game, and there was the Raiders game. And I, I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Unfortunately, as Neil will also remember, I remember the times when it was very, very, very rare the Chiefs were also on Sky at uh-huh. any time yeah. and it was normally because we were going to get a spanking against one of the big teams so we were on yeah. so and I'm also that idiot that forgets to cancel his subscription so, um, oh, just, so uh, it, just get, it just gets paid anyway <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah I, whilst I agree completely it's a waste of money it's just 
I don't think I'll find an email. It's not a right. problem until you can't get a dodgy stream and then it's worth that 150 quid. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the problem with it, I guess. But yeah. I, I have my sources for dodgy streams. Yeah. yeah oh, sorry, Scouse awesome. Legal streams. Yeah. Before that's we go as well, the Chiefs didn't oh, win. Yes. Uh, just before we go, so we don't have a big conversation before I get in. The Chiefs didn't win against the Packers because they didn't call DPI on MBS. Just saying. <laughs> you saved that for an hour and four minutes in, no. so we couldn't talk about that properly. <laughs> no. I'm just um, going to go, I agree. Yeah, me too, just to get out of this bloody podcast. <laughs> okay, let, let, let's, yeah, put, yeah. let's put quotation marks on it. The chances of the Chiefs winning that game were taken away by the refs in that moment. 40-yard gain inside the, inside the five. They took I, away the I Chiefs. The I'm not saying we didn't win because of the refs. They took away the opportunity to win, and that is not okay. The ref, the the refereeing was absolutely abysmal for both sides. There's all sorts wrong in that game, but that is outrageous. And for them to cook, for them to try and defend it is just fucking shocking. To say that he, it, the line just just didn't think he had a chance, or whatever it was, he said is just not. It's just not okay. And and the the, the officiating this year has been a joke as well. And just on that note, to tie it all together, do you know who the referee is this weekend? Carl Sheffers. Carl Sheffers <laughs> coming back to Arrowhead. See you next for week. First, for the first time since the Raiders Arrowhead, game, which yeah, uh, myself and James knows. were at. And yes, I have so. never heard a referee as scared in my life as <laughs> Carl Sheffers <laughs> was in the second half. So that was kind of... Genuinely us, shaking. Technically, he won us that game with the Chris Jones decision because they cracked the, yes, the team. They, they, did. they looked flat as fuck until that moment. Yeah. I, I've been to Arrowhead 25 times, I'm going to say. I have never heard such sustained animosity from the crowd for such a length of time. It was fucking incredible. <laughs> Thank you, Carl Sheffers, for that win. Yep. I hope you do the same on Sunday and we shit on the bills. Good night.